An avalanche in British Columbia takes the lives of three German tourists. A man who's been squatting in the woods near Canmore for seven years has his charges dropped. Falls among people aged 65 and older, a leading cause of death for Quebecers, and at least 36 people are dead in the Democratic Republic of Congo near the border of Uganda. Good morning. It's Monday, March 13th. I'm Nora, and here are your headlines. First, near Invermere, British Columbia, where three Germans were killed in an avalanche last week. The Canadian press reports that the group of nine heli skiers and one guide were about 30 kilometers south of Invermere in the Copper Crown Mountain region. One of the members of the group triggered the avalanche and the entire group was swept into the avalanche path. Two of the skiers were fully buried and died on the scene while four others were partially buried and critically injured. The avalanche was a class three avalanche, which the Canadian press says is large enough to destroy a building and break trees. It was 300 meters wide and 75 centimeters thick. The three men were from the same small Bavarian town in the municipality of Egging. On February 15th, the Canadian press reported that nine people had died in avalanches in 2022-2023. That would put the number of death to at least 12 this season. Next, James Loudon, a 50-year-old dishwasher and poet, has been squatting on public land for years. He was recently in front of a judge. He's been living in a cabin on public land north of Canmore, Alberta, since 2014. He lived there for seven years before conservation officers discovered him, reports Paula Dehacek. His shelter was dismantled by the RCMP last August, and Loudon was charged under the Public Lands Act. The charge was withdrawn last week when the Crown decided that aspects of his arrest and investigation may not have been quote-unquote procedurally compliant, and there was no quote public interest in proceeding with a trial. Dehatchek reports that average monthly rent of a two-bedroom apartment jumped more than $700 from 2020 to 2022. Loudon sees his living situation as being a protest in addition to a way of life. New data now from Quebec's Health and Social Services Ministry that shows that 375 elderly people died in 2020-2021 as a result of falling while they were receiving care. That's out of 182,000 falls, or what Radio-Canada calls quasi-falls, among elderly people in the same period. Falls are the leading cause of accidental death. At 68% of all accidental deaths, they're far more common than medication errors, which happen in 2% of deaths. 42% of the time, a resident in a CHSLD or an RPA was found on the ground, or they fall as they move within the establishment. Those falls comprise 23.8% of the time. Each year, more than 15,000 people aged 65 years or older are hospitalized due to falls, according to the National Health Statistical Agency, the INSPQ. In general, from 2000 to 2019, there was an average of 1,082 deaths per year as a result of falls. 91% of these deaths were among someone aged 65 years or older. And finally, at least 36 people have been killed in the Democratic Republic of Congo near the border with Uganda. 
The attack happened in the village of Makondi, about 30 kilometers south of the city of Beni in North Kivu province. The murders were believed to be members of the Allied Democratic Forces, a Ugandan group based in eastern DRC that's pledged alliance to ISIS, according to Al Jazeera. They frequently carry out raids on villages. The attacks were done by machete. North Kivu province has been under military administration since 2021 to try and respond to the attacks and restore order. The ADF has been around since 1995. It was founded by forces including the Uganda Muslim Liberation Army and the National Army for the Liberation of Uganda. They formed to fight against the Yoweri Museveni administration. The Catholic Church in the DRC says about 6,000 civilians have been killed by the ADF since 2012. Now, I also just want to give an update to a story that I read last week from Atlanta in the fight against Cop City. The activist Tortugita, you'll remember that I mentioned that he had been killed by police in Atlanta protesting Cop City, and police said that he had a gun and he had shot someone in the abdomen before they shot him and killed him. Well, his autopsy has happened, and it shows pretty clearly that he was shot with his hands in the air as they shot the palms of his hands. So not likely a surprise to anybody who was around Tortuguita or this protest. Certainly not a surprise probably to anybody that knew him. But there you have it. The 26-year-old had his hands in the air as the police shot and killed him at a protest against Cop City. Those are your headlines for Monday, March 13th. I'm Nora. And hey, listen up. Tomorrow... I'm going to take a break. It's going to be my first day off since I started this interesting project. I will be in the air. I have to take a flight first thing tomorrow morning with two kids. And so I don't think there's any way for me to be able to do the show. But don't worry. Sandy Nora will be released as usual on time. You get a break from me tomorrow morning, but you'll hear Sandy Nora pretty much right after.